Welcome to another technically orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. My name is Willem Klopper, I'm your host, and in this episode, we're going to talk about complaints with specific focus on complaints received from the consumer, uh, calls that they make into the PRB, and how the PRB resolves issues between consumer and the plumber. Now, joining me for this conversation is Mr. Aidan Herbert from the PRB. Aidan, welcome to you. Uh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here today. Awesome. And then also Mr. Richard Bailey, also a representative from the PRB. Richard, as usual, a warm welcome to you to these technically orientated episodes. Thanks very much, Willem. It's uh, always a pleasure being here, as you know. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to this slightly variant on the normal theme, shall we say. Uh, yeah. So, uh, looking forward to it, yeah. It's a, it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's a, it's a slight variant of our normal recipe that we follow um, because we have an extra or an additional person joining us for this episode. Uh, Aiden, this is also your first time. So, um, as we said to you before we started recording, relax, relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To our viewers out there um, and our listeners out there, listen, this is going to be an exciting or a, a very interesting conversation because I think that many people, especially the plumbers, um, as well as the consumers out there, have this question, this burning question of, all right, how, you know, what happens when a complaint comes in? Well, what, 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 what is the PRB's role? Where do they fit in between, uh, you know, what role do they play in between the plumber and the consumer? Uh, what can they help with? What can they not help with? What kind of calls are received and those kind of things. So it's going to make for a quite the interesting conversation. Um, but to our viewers and our listeners out there, we are going to cross over to a quick ad break. So please do stay tuned. Have a look at the ad break because it's for you. And uh, we'll be right back after this. It's an exciting time to be a professionally registered plumber. The PIRB's leaderboard provides plumbers with the opportunity to be placed onto a ranking system to see how they perform amongst their peers around the country. This ranking system enables both plumbers and consumers to identify top local plumbers and monitor their performance nationally and regionally. Consumers will always look for the best and at the top is where you'd want to be. It is therefore very important to be dedicated to continuously upskilling yourself through continuous professional development activities. The CPD points you accumulate during the CPD program will allow you to be rated on the leaderboard as you grow. The ranking system runs on a three-month rolling average where you can find yourself at the very top by accumulating more points than your peers. Top-ranked plumbers also stand a chance to win prizes through a lucky draw, where winners are announced on the PIRB's Plumbing 101 shows on YouTube. Do not miss out on the opportunity to be highlighted as an elite plumber in South Africa. Start accumulating points and become one of the best. Get skilled, get rewarded. Welcome back. This is yet another technically orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, Aidan Herbert from the PRB, as well as Richard Bailey from the PRB. And in this episode, we did mention that in our introduction, uh, we are going to talk about complaints and how the PRB fits in, uh, you know, between customer or, you know, consumer and plumber. 
But before we do that, Aidan, um, we did mention to the audience, our listeners and our viewers, that it's your first time in this podcast, um, and it's exciting to have you in studio. Just a quick introduction so that our listeners and our viewers know who you are and where you fit into the scheme of things. All right, so my name is Aidan Herbert. Um, I recently completed my studies at the University of Pretoria, and I've been working with the PARB for just under a year in the audit department, mainly as the complaints administrator. Mm-hmm. Audit department. Yeah, in the audit department, yes. I like you. The, the, the term that you use to describe your position is a complaints administrator. Yes. Mm. 100%. It's, is it, uh, do you take a lot of urbanals to... to yeah, <laughs> so, somewhat. somewhat. Stress yeah, reduces. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a hectic position, let's say the, to say the least. Richard, I know that most of our audience and our listeners and our viewers already are very well familiar with you and the role that you play within the industry. But for those who don't know you, just a very quick introduction, please. Uh, Willem, yeah, uh, Richard Bailey is my name. Um, I've been involved with the PRB as well as IOPSA in various roles and uh, just just generally involved. Uh, people say to me, what do you do? And I still don't know how to tell them what I do because I'm not quite sure. But it's just a matter of, you know, getting involved where I can and doing what I can. Technically, I'm very strong, so I do get involved in the technical side of things. I do assist Aidan and, and, and Herman in the, in the, in the uh, complaints department as well for to get the reports out there, get them technically on point. Uh, and and so on, you know. So um, that's and and whatever else is necessary. And I'm one of those one shape fits all kind of folks. But I will say, Willem, that uh, you know, uh, you you said to the uh, Aiden a minute ago, you know, just relax and be, don't be nervous and so on. But we won't tell the audience that it took you three takes to start this episode because you know, uh, he, the professional takes three takes, but Aiden's done perfectly well so far. So. We'll just leave that there, shall we? Richard, I just want to correct you quickly there. I don't think that it's a case of you not knowing exactly what it is that you do. I think you know you know exactly what you do. It's just a question of you wear quite a few different caps and you you, you fulfill quite a few different roles within the plumbing industry. Um, and it's actually quite a good thing because you have a lot to give and a lot of information and knowledge to share. And that's why we have you on these on these, uh, you know, specifically these technically orientated podcasts, vodcasts, whatever we call them. Um, so it's lucky to have you. It's lucky to have Aiden. And Aiden, b- because of the fact that you said you're the complaints administrator at PRB, that's your main role, your main function. I want to shoot my first question for this episode to you. What kind of calls? We're talking about complaints. Um, or, or let's say we call it complaints. We use the term complaints but certainly a lot of calls with a lot of questions come into the PRB that are directed to your department your position that you take and that you take care of what kind of calls do you receive what kind of complaints do you receive whether that be from consumers the customers or, or even from plumbers because I think also they you know they can reach a point where they say hey help uh, you know, I've, I've run out of ideas of how to resolve this issue. Maybe the PRB can step in. Okay, so I would uh, categorize the complaints into two main categories. Uh, firstly, it's the technical um, complaints or technical calls with consumers having um, phoning about a technical issue they're facing with regards to plumbing installations. And then also, I would the, the second category would be the the ethical the ethical point of view, where it relates more to the um, the the service provided or the 
the work ethic of the plumber or the services he provided or you know the engagement they had with the with the uh, client um, during the the service they provided in other words if, if a plumber had a poor attitude during yes, the service yes, delivery yes. or whatever the case may be if their appearance didn't quite fit the role or whatever the case may be that's yeah that's yeah or also for example um, after the plumbers completed the work they left a big mess in the Something consumer's like house or you know the tiles are broken or the whatever the case may be we also get a lot of those kind of complaints also or something that that wasn't broken before the plumber arrived yes, now yes, all yes. of a sudden doesn't function properly yes, or yes, is broken well yes, but mostly it's the plumber didn't do the work correctly or they are experiencing problems after the, uh, the installation has been done or like i said the, from the ethical point of view where it's the the standards of the the service that was delivered mm. is not uh, up to standard or what the, what the client uh, expected from the plumber. Do you sometimes receive calls from plumbers as well, where they find themselves in a situation, you know, the first thought that comes to my mind is, hey, my customer doesn't want to pay me because of this issue or that issue that they have. Uh, maybe, you know, I've, I've done my bit with the customer. Maybe the PRB can help me and they pick up the phone and they say, PRB, hey, can you help me? Um, so we don't really receive a lot of calls from the plumbers with regards to the, the clients. The, most of the times when the plumbers do phone us, it's with regards to an audit that was done and they have a disagreement with the auditor. Okay. So for example, the, the audit, they, they feel that some of the findings weren't justifiable or you know, it's not in the sense codes or whatever the case may be, they have a disagreement with the auditor. Mm. Yeah. Which is actually a good thing to know that they can also step up yeah. and say, listen, I don't quite agree with that. Can we have another look at this? Yeah, 100%. And we do have a process in place to assist the plumbers with that also. So let's talk about, so we know now what kind of calls you receive, what kind of things they, they ask for, especially the consumers, the, the customers. What kind of calls can you assist with? Uh, where, where does the PRB's, uh, how can I, the scope of where the PRB can assist you? Where does it begin and where does it end? What kind of things can you assist with? Or issues can you assist with? What kind of issues can you, is it sort of that's out of our range of our scope of work or, or the role that we fulfill in the industry? We cannot assist with that. So, so mainly our first priority is to ensure technical compliance. So the main complaints we can um, help with is those of technical compliance because we have a reference with regards to the sense codes where we can keep the plumber accountable for what was done. But as time has went on, we have received more ethical complaints, and which is not really our, our scope, which, well, it wasn't our scope, but we, we saw there's a market for it, and we kind of had to adjust our process and our policy with regards to that. So our main focus is, is technical compliance, and we can also do um, ethical stand or ethical complaints uh, on an ad hoc basis, given mm. the, the circumstances of the, of, of the complaint. Mm. Yeah. I just wanted to um, also just mention what uh, Aiden was saying, you know, um, ethical, the, the behavioral side of the way plumbers behave ethically wasn't initially part of the scope of the complaints department. You know, we, we weren't quite sure how to deal with that. And also the, the guidelines weren't so clear. But as Aiden says, it is something that is definitely required. And we are trying very, very hard to um, address it. To get it to get it right and uh, and and then the other thing I just wanted to mention for technical complaints uh, and this is just a general comment you know for from a from the public's perspective it's it we we get the complaint so Aiden will get the complaint when only when something has gone quite wrong 
you know, when a person has experienced, I don't know, leaks or damage to property or something similar. And it's a pity that it only becomes a problem. It sounds funny, but it, it only becomes a problem when it's a problem. There is a lack of understanding of, of what a plumbing system should be like. Uh, and nobody kind of realizes the problems within a uh, plumbing system until you start getting bad noises, bad smells, leaks, etc. But it's it's such a pity that um, uh, there, there is a general acceptance of mediocrity out there. And uh, but, and we only get the complaints really when the customer's got no, you know, they're at the end of their tether. So I would encourage if there are any uh, clients, at least uh, consumers out there, you know, just uh, just be more critical, a little bit more um, interrogating of uh, of the system that's being installed, and just have a better look at it, you know, and and ask the right questions, and and you can even just phone us for advice, you know, just say, is this right? I'm not complaining, I'm just asking a question, and we answer it for you, you know. And we also have these technical vodcasts and and, and podcasts for them to listen to or watch. Uh, including the Plumbing 101 show of the PRB that they can actually listen to and look uh, to learn a little bit more about plumbing installations for that matter. And it's free of charge. They, they're welcome to have a look at it. Richard, there's a lot more to say. Um, I want to get to, to uh, quite a few more questions. Um, but before we do, we're going to go into a quick ad break for our listeners and our viewers out there. Please do stay tuned. Please do have a look at the ads that are being displayed and, and uh, you know played to you. We'll be right back after this. Are you having questions about the Plumbing Industry Registration Board and the Plumbing Industry in South Africa? Well, then join us on the couch and in conversation with the industry experts to answer all your lingering questions about the plumbing industry. The PIRB remains committed to ensuring open and consistent communication within the plumbing industry. So, be part of the conversation. Send us your questions on email at communications at prrb.co.za or on WhatsApp on 079-833-6930. Become a part of the conversation today. Hashtag on the couch. Hashtag PIRB. Hey, welcome back to this technically orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, uh, Aidan Herbert from the PRB, as well as Richard Bailey from the uh, PRB. We are discussing complaints. Um, we've looked just before we went into the ad break at what kind of complaints the PRB receives, uh, sort of what complaints they can assist with, what complaints they cannot assist with. Um, and just before, while you were discussing the fact that there are certain complaints that the PRB can assist with and cannot assist with, you mentioned that um, the procedure or the process and the sort of the policy, if I can say that for a lack of better terms, was reviewed to include something like, you know, the ethical behavior of plumbers when they deliver service um, to also accommodate those kind of complaints received from, from the consumers. Um, so to me, it's interesting because now it, it gives an indication that there is an actual process, an actual procedure um, for the PRB to follow when a complaint, when a call is received. I want to shoot this question to the both of you, Richard, to you and to, to you, Aidan. What is that procedure? What happens when a call comes in 
from the time that it calls comes in until the, the, the moment that it's resolved. So from a procedural point of view, we would um, receive the complaint via email or phone call. Um, if we do receive the complaint via phone call, we would then obviously listen to the complainant and then after the phone call, just ask him to write us a, a short email, explain the situation because we need to have everything on record, uh, of course. And then we would just ask them to also attach the COCs or any invoices or any proof they have um, which could help their case. Um, after that, we would then obviously view the, the, the information sent to us. We would then send the complaint and the complaints form, which they have to fill in in detail with as much detail as possible. That will just help us to kind of um, uh, uh, resolve the, the, the complaint to the best of our ability. Uh, after that, uh, if the complaint is valid and uh, um, an audit is warranted, we would then contact our service provider to arrange for an auditor to go out uh, and inspect the, the installation. Once that has been done, the auditor will go to the site and inspect the, the, the installation where, where the, the, the auditor will then um, draft an audit report which we will finalize on our side and then send it to the complainant as well as the plumber. Um, obviously, we have to inform the plumber that, listen, we've received the complaint. Um, it's important that they have a chance to rectify their mistakes or the complaint, if you will. Um, if the plumber is unable to assist or can't assist, we will inform the, the, the complainant that, listen here, we have made contact with the plumber. We have um, tried to get the plumber to go back and rectify the mistakes. If that is unsuccessful, um, we would then have to inform the plumber or the complainant and then refer them to either the consumer commission or whoever can help them to take the, the further, the next step. Certainly, okay, so two things. When, when, when the auditor then has to go out to site to inspect the work that was that was done to determine whether it is compliant or non-compliant or whether there were mistakes made or things done incorrectly for that matter. Um, the, the, there's, a, there's an arrangement made between the auditor to say, listen, I, I, need, to go, I need to come to your premises. Uh, we did receive this complaint from you. Um, I need to come to your premises to come and inspect the work. Can we arrange for a date and a time that is convenient to you? But at the same time, also you did notice, or you did say that the plumber also needs to be notified because he has the opportunity to join the, or, or doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. If 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 that is the case, uh, if the plumber does ask to be on site, mm -hmm. it is allowed. Um, but yeah, so the plumber is allowed to. It's, be it's on actually site. preferable yeah. if they're yeah. there, if they're there at the time that the auditor then goes to inspect to see what the complaint is actually about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which they can also maybe rectify. Uh, their mistakes when the auditor is there to get better advice from the auditor in case they struggle with something. Mm. Yeah, you know it's not always mistakes. Or, you know mistakes are not always made out of on purpose. You know deliberately. It's it, it's in many cases an instance of the, it wasn't quite aware of that little thing that's a requirement of the standard, etc., etc. So then it sounds certainly it sounds by what you're saying that they then have the opportunity to not only rectify it and fix it according to what the standard is, requires, but also then learn from the process. Yeah, so I think it's also important to understand that um, plumbing is not as straightforward as people think it is. There's a lot of standards and requirements and stuff that have to be kept into consideration when, done, when doing an installation. So it is humanly possible uh, that the plumber is a human, he does make mistakes from time to time. Um, so I think the consumer just has to also understand that, you know, it does happen, unfortunately. But we, like we said, we are there to assist the, the consumer. 
right? You also mentioned the fact that, you know, if a plumbing is not a plumber is not able either able to go and rectify whatever was done incorrectly or whatever mistakes or whatever problem there is, if it was found to be a fault of the plumber, because that's important to notice, you know, it's not it's not always the plumber, whatever the complaint is about is not necessarily always the plumber's mistake that he made or something that he did incorrectly because that has to be bared in mind as well. But what if a plumber is completely unwilling? You, you said that you then have to inform the consumer or the complainant or uh, the plaintiff. Is it? The complainant, yes. The complainant to say, right, this plumber either cannot come and fix it or is completely unwilling. It's like, listen, I'm sorry. It's not, I, 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 don't, I know it's my mistake, something I did wrong or whatever the case may be. I don't care, whatever. So you said then you would refer the, the, the consumer, the customer, then to something like the Consumer Protection Act. Alternatively, is there a recourse from the PRB side towards the plumber that is registered with them? Does it affect that plumber's registration at all, the status, operating status under his PRB license or registration? What, is there any such effect? Yeah, so we do have to, there has to be some sort of accountability. Otherwise, if there's no accountability, it's just going to happen over and over and over mm -hmm. again. So the PIRB does have an um, internal disciplinary, disciplinary uh, action that it does take against the plumber if the plumber does not want to, willingly does not want to go back and fix the, the, the non-compliances. So there is a, a, a process in place to uh, uh, address uh, those type of situations. All right. Certainly, it sounds like there is some form of recourse then for the consumer if the plumber truly is at fault um, and he truly did make a, you know, either a mistake or he deliberately did something wrong that's not compliant um, and he simply just refuses to, to fix it. Um, I think it's also important for the consumer to know that it's not a case of we are just letting the plumber do whatever he wants to do or you know, initiating the complaints, proce complaints resolution procedure and then just having no outcome at the end. I think it's also just to for the complaint to the consumer to understand that by by law, for example, or legislation, we are only allowed to go to a certain point. Right. We we can only help until a certain point for for um, for as where we have authority. After that, unfortunately, we are unable to take the case further. That's why we refer them to the Consumer Protection Act. Who, protect who has further um, legislation and authority to handle such cases. For the consumer, but then internally you can... Yeah, yeah. Take action against the plumber. Yeah. Action against the plumber. Richard, we, we did hear... Uh, 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 Aiden used the term uh, the result or outcomes of a procedure, of, a, of a, an effort from the PRB side to resolve a complaint from a consumer. From your perspective, are, what are what is the average outcomes when a complaint has been resolved? Uh, you know, when the PRB steps in to assist a consumer with a complaint, are those uh, complaints or the the outcomes of such a resolution are they usually negative or positive? What is your view, Willem? I think it depends. It depends on what you what what you expect what the expectations are and whose expectations lie where. So I, from my perspective, I always see it as a positive outcome um, because at the very least, at least there is a there is now a transparency 
and you are, as the consumer, you, you, you are privy to information that you perhaps weren't privy to before, which is a positive. Um, from a plumber's perspective, I can tell you that man, very few uh, are are like totally unwilling, or it's 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 it doesn't it doesn't often happen. The 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 guys the guys step up, you know. So it's it's ninety percent a positive sort of a situation. Uh, it's it might be a slightly unpleasant process to to have to go through from from the plumber's perspective, but you know we we. In as much as we uh, we are there to assist, and we we must deal with these complaints from a consumer's perspective, we must be seen to be able to uh, assist consumers when they have complaints. But as much as we must be, fulfill that role, we also have a re very very real responsibility towards our plumbers, the plumbers that are registered with us, and we need to look after them and their interests. Fairly, what I'm saying is we, there's no bias. So when there is a problem and you there is a mistake made, we point it out, but we do it in such a way, you know, we're not gonna, we don't, we don't come up with big sticks, you know, that doesn't, that's not our approach. So our our approach is one where we really try and address the complaint properly, but at the same time help the plumber to. To, to rectify it and, and and get on the right sort of let's get it resolved. Let's look for a res resolution rather than so I I think it's mostly vast majority of the time a positive positive outcome. It it it's good to know because it's from what you're saying, I I it you know it seems that certainly the complaints procedure is not a punitive measure. It's not a punitive uh concept of or idea. It's more of Let's get a, 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 res, a resolution to something, a matter that wasn't quite resolved between plumber and, and customer in the first place. But at the same time, we're all human. We all make mistakes. It's a learning curve for the, for the plumber as well. You, you're protecting both the consumer and the plumber. Um, you, you allow that plumber to go and you know, fix whatever it was that they may not have known before or uh, you know, a slight mistake. We are human. We all make mistakes. Give them that opportunity, and then the same process. Learn and keep that in mind, not to make the same mistake in the future. It's not a punitive uh, process or procedure. Would you say, Richard, having said that and having kept that in mind, that this, the complaints procedure, the the, the complaints process, or uh, you know, that the whole department carries value to the industry? Well, definitely. I mean, the, uh, I, I was just about to say. That um, you know, from a if you if you look at if you if you look from a, co a consumer's perspective, we are the professional body for plumbers. When a plumber that has worked for me as a consumer is registered with the PIRB, and there is a legitimate concern that I have, and I approach the PIRB and the PIRB throw up their hands and they say, "Well, we can't help you. You're on your own." That does not serve any. It doesn't garner any, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, um, uh, um, trust or, you know, your, your perception of a professional body is going to become very bad very quickly if, if we are unable to or unwilling to assist with complaints, with consumer complaints. So it is a vital, vital process. We have to, we have to address it. We have to take responsibility for the, 
the, the, the plumbers that we register on our system and we say, yes, we are able to assist, we are able to physically go out at no cost to you, do a, 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 a comprehensive technical report and provide you with all these things. So that is a, a massive value add. <clears throat> if you were to just arbitrarily approach a professional plumber, somebody who's familiar with compiling reports, for example, technical reports, and say, please come to my home, give me a full, fully compiled technical report on this and, and, and charge me for it. You know, you, you're looking in the region of between, depending on the size of the home, I don't know, five, five to 20 to 30,000 rand. And for a report like that. So, and, th and this is something, this is a benefit that, that uh, a consumer has, a peace of mind that a consumer has when they use or employ a PRB registered plumber. You are, you have this opportunity. Yes, there is a vetting process that the complaints go through. In other words, like Aidan said, we, we, we won't come out because of a, you know, a piece of paint that's chipped off a wall or something. It needs to be legitimate. And we there is a process to determine what those are. So, and, and Aidan mentioned that we request and require documentation and a bunch of information before this thing is put through. But it, but in, in most cases, that's all fine. And we go through and we give you very, very valuable services free of charge. So it's huge value and it instills faith in the in the plumbing industry. Uh, uh, assurances, you know, it, it, what's the word? There's a word that I'm searching for, and I can't get it. But it instills faith, and um, you 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 can be assured that you are at least getting um, the most professional sort of um, interaction that is possible with regards to plumbing and and plumbers and comebacks and so on and so forth. At least it's being attended to. At least it's being addressed. Richard. I want to continue with that question, but I think let's just hop into another quick ad break. Um, for our listeners and our viewers, don't go away. Please have a listen and a look at the ad breaks that we are showing to you. Um, it's, for your, it's for your value. Um, and when we come back, we'll let Richard finish off that, uh, you know, the answer to that question. And we'll round up. We are running out of time for this episode. Um, do, stay do stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. Are you a tradesperson or trading company that's looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at info@articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Welcome back to this last little bit of another a technically orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, Richard Bailey, and Aidan Herbert, both from the PRB. We were talking about complaints, the complaints procedure that the PRB has implemented, uh, how it works, what they can help with, what they cannot help with. Um, just before we went into this last ad break, uh, Richard was saying the value that it actually carries um, to both the consumer as well as to the plumber and the plumbing industry as a whole. Um, Richard, before I rudely so interrupted you, um, just, a quick, just a quick round off. We are running out of time. We have to close off this episode. But just a quick round off from both of you. Richard, from your side. Aidan, from your side. Just a last little bit on the value that it adds as well as any sort of words of encouragement to both the plumber and the consumer. 
I think the uh, complaints procedure uh, adds a lot of value to the consumer and to the, uh, the plumbing industry as a whole because it um, creates accountability in the industry um, and it also gives uh, the consumer a platform to raise their concerns mm. and this is a very uh, professional uh, procedure. And then lastly, I would just now um, encourage consumers to, before they take on a plumbing project uh, try your best to make sure that the plumber is licensed and registered um, or registered with the PRB. Um, th that way we can be able to assist you. Richard, from your side? Yeah, uh, very similar. I would just encourage uh, consumers to be aware of the of the per complaints procedure, their, 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 its availability. Uh, and I would also encourage plumbers from, from their side to reach out to us at any time. Anybody that knows me knows my phone is always on phone pick up the phone, speak, ask advice, ask for technical, and we lots of us are willing to help at any time. So so I would just encourage that. You know, you certainly, you, you said the value that it carries. One of the things that it that makes it carry such value is that assurity or assurance to the, 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 the customer, the consumer, um, that peace of mind that when they use a PRB registered plumber, um, that there is a procedure that they can follow with some form of recourse for them. Um, and usually, like you said, a 90% positive outcomes, a positive resolution between customer and plumber, um, you know, when the PRB steps in to help both parties resolve an issue. And it's also good to know that you said, Richard, you know, a 90% positive outcomes is good because it shows the kind of integrity that the plumbers have to step up and step, you know, say, listen, maybe I have made a mistake uh, or maybe something slipped my mind for that moment when I was there and I didn't fix this properly or didn't, or I broke this when it, it worked before I got there, whatever the case may be, whatever the finding of the auditor might be, um, you know, the, the kind of integrity of the plumbers and especially PRB registered plumbers, licensed plumbers, to step up. Take accountability. We always say there's a difference between responsibility and accountability. To take accountability and say, hey, you know what? Let me go and fix this. Uh, I do realize that it was a mistake from my side, um, if that was the finding. And then, you know, resolve it in a proper, decent, professional manner. 100%. That's it. You've summed it up well. <laughs> to our listeners and our viewers, whether you be a consumer... Uh, or a, a, a plumber, uh, you know, do make use of the PRB. Um, it, is, it is make use of PRB registered plumbers to have that peace of mind to know that they are properly qualified, licensed to do the specific jobs on your plumbing system. It's like making use of a properly qualified doctor when you have to have heart surgery, same kind of thing. Um, and then also know that you work with plumbers who have integrity. Um, it's not to say that any other plumbers don't have integrity, but plumbers do have integrity and there is a process and a procedure to follow. To our listeners and our viewers, our audience out there, please, uh, that concludes the conversation between myself, Aidan and Richard Bailey. But for you, the plumbers out there, do stay tuned because right after this, we're bringing you some awesomely interesting industry announcement. From us, we're saying goodbye, Richard and Aiden. Thanks, Stack, for having joined me. Don't miss out on the installers training and the plumbers evening on the 22nd of June at Builders Warehouse in Boxburg. The installers training begins at 8:30 in the morning 
while the Plumbers Evening Event commences at 6 p.m. on that same day. Hope to see you there. There are only two months left until our annual Champions for Charity event takes place. Don't miss your opportunity to show heart and be part of this fantastic charity event. Buy your ticket by visiting www.championsforcharity.co.za or by emailing c4c at pirb.co.za. The PIRB recognizes plumbers for their hard work and for staying up to date with their CPD points. The more CPD points plumbers earn and maintain, the better their rewards. Plumbers are now able to receive discounts on certain items like COCs and renewal fees as well as other products depending on the level of their continuous professional development status. But there's more. Plumbing stakeholders can partner with the PRB to encourage plumbers to develop themselves. Please contact the PRB via email at communication at pirb.co.za to find out how you can become involved.